Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So about Michael Jordan, how you go hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we have a good one. We are going to be reacting to the end of the season. We'll be talking about the playoffs, what's our takes about the playoffs, what we're thinking about the playoffs, what we're thinking about the end of the season. We had some pretty crazy stuff happen during this playoffs. We'll definitely have a lot of content. I honestly thought by now, we're recording this Sunday, the uh, 25th. I thought by now we would have some sort of big trade news already happened, but nothing's happened yet. But I'm sure something will happen before the draft night. So, yeah, that's what the what's on deck for today. Um, so, yeah, Chris, can you lead it off and let's hear what you have to say about the playoffs? Okay. About the playoffs. Okay, so playoffs is very interesting, um, to say the least, mm-hmm. because for a lot of reasons, mm-hmm. but the main reason being that a lot of people's favorite team mm-hmm. didn't get far in the playoffs. Like, yes. it was a very weird playoff because, like, you had the Lakers go out in the first round. Like, oh, my God, LeBron lost the first round? Yes. And then everybody was like, oh, my God, the Brooklyn Nets is theirs to win this year. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn let Brooklyn Nets didn't even make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, it's crazy. Who would have ever thought in a million years, right, that the 2020-2021 NBA Finals would star the Phoenix Suns, led by Chris Paul, mm-hmm. and the Milwaukee Bucks, led by Giannis Antetokounmpo? Who would have mm-hmm. ever thought that? You did pick the Bucks to win the NBA championship on our original podcast. I, I did. I did. I, I picked them to beat Brooklyn because I still had faith yeah. in the Lakers. It was during the Lakers Phoenix season. I mean, Phoenix series. I picked I picked um, the Bucks to make it to the finals, but I didn't. I picked the Lakers to beat the Bucks because yeah. I thought the Lakers was going to go all the way through, not knowing that we had yeah. we had trash cans on our team. I thought they were, you know, I thought they were hoopers. <laughs> I didn't know they were recycling yeah. bins. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> recycling bins are a little bit better. They're better for the, you know, environment. Environment, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> it's just it was very weird because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I picked the Bucks, but I picked the Bucks to lose. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't pick the Phoenix Suns to go anywhere. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they're they're not beating the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They got LeBron. Yeah, they get pretty Davis, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then I had to look back at it after they as they were playing. I started seeing different things. I'm like, oh, the Lakers are gonna win. But as long as Anthony Davis plays, okay, that's a factor. Okay, now LeBron's hurt. 
you know, he's a little bit older too. Anthony Davis is hurt. He's, you know, and you don't have your role players playing like they're supposed to. Like you, you have, what was it? Three of the role players or maybe even two of the role players. I don't know. Two or three of the role players, right? Because Kyle Kuzma is not a third option. Forget about that. He's a no. role player, a role no, player, no. role player. He's not a yeah. third option. There's no third option on the Lakers. He's a role crazy player. how he hasn't grown since his rookie year. It's literally the same. Literally the same player. But before I go into that, because you know I'm not a big fan of Kyle Kuzma, um, yeah. I'm gonna go into my uh, trash talk first. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, you had two to three role players. Go mm-hmm. a whole game. That's 48 mm-hmm. minutes. Yes. With zero points. It's crazy. <laughs> Had a big fat donut. Not one mm-hmm. breadstick. Like, at that point, you're running around and fouling. You, you got your fingers spread like this. You're running and fouling. Like, you're not, you're not doing nothing worth it on the court. Dennis Schroeder... He should forget about. He should have signed Supermax when he had it. When he had I me mean, that 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 deal, that big deal they were going to give him, he should have signed that when he had the yeah. chance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Instead of playing, and now he's he's might be in China somewhere next to Ben Simmons. I mean, I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's him, Dion Waiters, and Ben Simmons together over there in China, pooping it up. Yeah. Deion Waiters is the best. <laughs> he would fit so well in China. Deion Waiters. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll play in China. Um, the match surprised me though. Okay, so yes. We learned a lot from Luca. A lot from Luca. One thing we learned from Luca yes. is that he, whatever it is, he has it and he's up next. Yes. Whenever, you know, our top players right now, you know, are LeBron, KD, you know, those are like one and two, two and one, however you want to put them. They're at the top. Whenever they yes. decide to take step back, Luca's right there. <laughs> yes. He's close. Yes. He's closer than you mm-hmm. may think. He's close because mm-hmm. he's like, I'm telling, I'm thinking like within the next year, if, if we're going to do a proje- like a prediction real quick, within the next year, he's within the next year or two years, he's going to jump to MVP status very soon. I think he. I wouldn't be surprised if he's probably going to have it next year, MVP wise. I feel like he's definitely known now. He has the NBA talk. I feel like the machine's starting to get behind him a little bit too. So yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. Definitely surprised me with that because I was like, because like you know, I'm a I'm a LeBron fan, you know, so I like yeah. the teams that he goes to. So I'm like, okay, I'm not really a big Clippers fan, but I can respect the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was thinking like, oh. The Clippers, Lakers. Clippers, Lakers, maybe. And then, mm-hmm. like, the Dallas Mavericks started winning, started yes. taking some games, and I'm thinking, oh, Dallas is going might beat the Clippers, and I'm starting rooting for, for Dallas. I'm like, oh, wait. It's an yep. underdog. Everybody loves the underdog story. Mm-hmm. He was dropping, like, 38 and 8. Something ridiculous and, like, the averaging. averaging. Really ridiculous. He had a couple 40-point games in there, too, and that's not his first 40-point yeah. game, you know? And these are, mm-hmm. like, in the playoffs, this is, like, the biggest stage, you know what I'm saying? This is when you're mm-hmm. supposed to – this is when your star is supposed to step up and be a star. These are these games. These When the lights are the brightest, do you crumble or do you rise to the occasion? And he rose to the occasion on every night. He just needs somebody to come along with him. So I think that if there's arms race, you know, which is starting now, because you see Brooklyn has three stars and mm. 
they're the favorite to win the championship every year. As long as those three stars are healthy, they're the favorite definitive. I yes. mean, you can't you can't argue that until 100%. another team steps up. Like we gonna have we went from the dynamic duo era of last season to now we mm-hmm. have a three headed monster and then dynamic duos. It was like, wait, when did y'all decide to do three? We was at two. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. That arms race is starting, so maybe they yes. might get another star next to Luca, and then that changes the things next season. Possibly, he just needs somebody to come along with him. He just needs that one extra player. Yeah, KP is not that. <clears throat> he proved it. Yeah, definitely. He definitely proved that he's not that. Yeah, hundred percent. Now moving on to the Clippers. I know I'm talking. Mm. I'm kind of winded, but I got a lot to say. Okay, um, here. So with the Clippers, one thing that I learned and that I had to go back through the history and really understand is that Kawhi Linder, mm-hmm. he's special. I, I understood that, but the fact that it matters that when the playoffs, he rises to the occasion like no other. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he does. likes he – he's a glutton for punishment. I'm going to tell you why I say that. He likes to get punched in the mouth a couple of times, and then he uppercuts you to hell. That's what he does. He just wins the next couple of games. Mm-hmm. Every time he likes, he's like, okay, I'm just going to lose these two games, and then I'm going to turn up the next four or five games. Like, how does that work, Kawhi? Why do you do that? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I also, on the Clippers side as well, I also came and discovered a newfound respect for Paul George. Okay. Yeah, I feel like we all have. Yeah. Because me... I'm not the biggest critic of Paul George, but I'm the one who's always like, this is the most consistently inconsistent Inconsistent. player ever. There's a new player Mm -hmm. in town who does that now. That (laughs) there's a new inconsistent, consistently inconsistent player. There's a new one. Who's that? Chris Middleton. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I can see that. It's not Paul George anymore because he had when Kawhi went out. I know I was really critical. If you go back to our old podcast, I'm like, can he do it again? Will he be able to do it? I really still don't believe in him. He mm-hmm. did it. And not that he won the Western Conference Finals by himself, but he was, he did it. Like he beat the Jazz. I had, after Kawhi went down, I was like, oh, Jazz got this. Who who else does, does the Clippers have that can do anything? All of them stepped up. Paul George stepped up, won the right. series. That was crazy. That was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Then with Phoenix, it was very close. Mm-hmm. Very, like very six close. Six-game series. Six you did not see a six-game. Yeah. I thought it was over. I'm like, you yeah. were you were like, uh, Clippers, you know, on a good on a good night, they just need a couple good games, and they could win a series. And I was like, you know, listen, I got Phoenix all the way. And that's what I was stuck with, and I ended up being right about yeah. that. But no, it wasn't. I mean, it was competitive. It was fun basketball, and it was fun, it was fun to watch. But it was close. Like, I was so surprised. Mm. I was like, okay, Paul, I was thinking Paul George is not that guy. Every night I was like, he's not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Yeah. Paul George is that guy. He's just in the wrong situation. Yes, he is. He's just in the wrong situation. I think that we've said it before. And even you said it. You can attest to this because we've talked about this, even on this podcast as well, is that there's a redundancy going on in the Los Angeles Clippers organization. Yes. Have Paul George mm-hmm. and Kawhi Leonard, and they are scoring from the same places on the court. Yes. 
and at the same clip. So like if one gets off, the other one is like, oh, wait, you on you at my spot. What am I going to do? So mm-hmm. you so with mm-hmm. Kawhi Leonard, <clears throat> the reason why you bring in these guards who have like a Rondo, even though he wasn't used during the series, is so That's that not, you yeah. you take the pressure of the thinking from Kawhi because he's not a passer. Yeah. He, he doesn't no. have he's not playing chess. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't mm-hmm. understand that. But he can score. Yeah. So you you yes. take that part away. And you just give him the ball and say, score for us. Paul George mm-hmm. the same way. He's not a passer. He has to score. So you have to put the ball in his hands and have him score. I mean, I know like last season yeah. they were talking about way off P. This is not way off P now because no, you can give him that playoff P now because he's mm-hmm. definitely showed up mm-hmm. when the lights were the brightest. Yep. So That's I think that. They might either. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna feel like, oh, we got another chance at this. But if you look at it, it's just it doesn't work because you you mm-hmm. can't be like there is the same the same spots on the court that you're I mean, on the floor that you're scoring from for one. You basically do the same thing. This is a you're a look. Paul George is an elite three and D guy <laughs> virtually because he's gonna hit the three at a high clip yes. and he's gonna play really good defense and he's gonna hit the mid range. He can drive. He, he can be an attacker. He can be. He could be your number one option. Kawhi Leonard can be your number one option. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's an elite three and D yes. guy, but he has a a deadly mid range. Yes. So he has that extra part of the game mm-hmm. that, that takes him away from being three and D. What's that? <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> so now you have two of the same players virtually on the court. So it just doesn't work. Yeah. You have to have something mm-hmm. different. So that's why you put next, maybe you need to put an elite guard floor general next to Kawhi. Elite guard floor yes. general next to Paul George. Maybe even a try center. Something yeah. else. But like you can't have two wing two wing scores that do the exact same thing. It's mm. very true. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Now where are we moving into next? Atlanta. Atlanta has a bright future. Very yeah. bright future. I wasn't on Atlanta like you were on Atlanta, but Atlanta has a bright mm. future ahead of them. So true. I am a firm believer that if the ref didn't injure Trey Young, Hawks won. Hawks go to the finals. Yeah, I mean, no Giannis for a few games. And you got yes. Trey Young? It's over. Yes. Yeah, That's, healthy Trey. This was definitely the injury season because everybody was injured. Everybody got hurt. Yes. Everybody was hurt. Nobody's favorite team mm. went to the finals, unless you're a Bucks fan or a Phoenix fan. But nobody mm. picked them to go to the finals. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Eastern Conference, but everybody was like, oh, th- there's no way they're beating Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. There's no way that they're beating this team. There's no way that they're going to win the chip. These, the West is too stacked, and they're you know they're in the East. They're not making it past Brooklyn. Brooklyn's going to take it. They did all of that and then won. So congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks because they overcame a lot. Even though mm-hmm. some people may be like, "Oh, you got to put an asterisk mark on this season or whatever," I understand yes. where you're coming from because there was a lot of injuries. You didn't have to go through the powerhouses that you should have had to go through, but. Take mm-hmm. this for example that you still played 
against a stacked Brooklyn team, even though they started dwindling one by one. They were stacked. You still had to play against, and then you had to play against a determined Kevin Durant who dropped 40 on your head mm-hmm. and took a game. Whether we acknowledge it or not, this championship, just like last season, couldn't be put it. You can't put an Ashton Mark on that one. You can't put an Ashton Mark mm-hmm. on this one, in my opinion, because they still had to no. go through it. I mean, yeah, everybody was hurt, but you still had to go through it. They still faced tough teams the entire time. Because I was okay. So during the Brooklyn season, for example, I know I've kind of like going around. <clears throat> I thought that at some point, because I was like, okay, is Kevin Durant, you know, is he going to elevate? I know he's going to elevate, but I didn't know if it was going to be, you know, consistent enough. But he almost won that series if his shoes wasn't so big. If yeah. that two was a three, game's over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you think of it that way, it was still a hard fought, hard fought battle, hard fought playoff game. They have they still they mm-hmm. players were injured, but they still had a tough road to the finals. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. how many times were they counted out? That's true. I mean, yeah, you didn't have to go through LeBron, okay, mm-hmm. for a chip, but you had to go through Kevin Durant. Yeah, you had to go through a a well coached Atlanta team. Who was mm-hmm. exposing you? You were mm-hmm. being exposed. I feel like it was. I feel like it's a. It's a even. It's a even. It's even. You know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll let you go back and forth with it. It's fine. Okay. Um, I would say that I disagree. I think that there should be an asterisk because. Even though they did play Kevin Durant, I mean, no James Harden, no Kyrie. I feel like that's a team everybody kind of expected to come out of the East. And then no no healthy Kawhi with Paul George or LeBron and AD. I feel like, in my opinion, that would draw me away from saying that there should not be an asterisk next to this NBA Finals because I don't think the Suns would have gotten past the Lakers in my opinion in that series with LeBron AD healthy so that's just my take on it uh-huh. yeah <clears throat> you you make a you make a good point though you do make a good point um AD is a really bad matchup for the Chris Paul three and eight and pick and roll yeah that's why they won the one game when he had played hmm that's, that's that's different. Right, should we talk about the Knicks? Yeah, sure. Okay. The Knicks is another, is another team with a bright future. Um, mm-hmm. They have a lot of young pieces. Mm-hmm. They have, I think, you know, for one, Julius Randle, he's definitely improving. Mm-hmm. Um, they sure. have Derrick Rose still. I mean, he can come off the bench. He can give you points. I think that series was with the Atlanta. That was a very even series, except for like it was very even. Mm-hmm. So I feel like not net, maybe like okay, so like give them another couple years together, 
and maybe a maybe a definitive star. If Julius, mm. Julius Randle could be a two, he's not a one. Yeah, maybe they need, that's where I was going. Yeah. So like, if they can attract a star, because like, oh wait, mm. New York's in the playoffs again, that mm-hmm. might bring somebody there. And then yeah. once they get that star there, then now they're looking more like a contender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say with. With the way they're currently constructed, they're never going to be able to score enough to beat anybody. Especially since I'm not a big of a believer in R.J. Barrett's upside as everybody else. So I think he's highly inefficient, not extremely explosive. So I'm not a huge believer in the guy. So if I don't believe in R.J., then I'm not really going to believe in much of offensive potential of the team, you know what I mean, moving forward. So right. in my opinion, I'm not... I'm not a big believer in the Knicks. I think the Hawks could hit a ceiling uh, due to like how many players can you keep that are all rookies at every single position, you know what I mean? All mm-hmm. younger. I should say younger. Um, yeah, I uh, I agree with your Clippers take completely with Kawhi and Paul George. Um, yeah, I think... That's pretty natural. I completely agree with you on Luca. Luca is so special. He's once in a generation type of guy. Um, I think that if I'm Kawhi, I would probably run the Luca uh, in this free agency. Um, that'd be that'd be different. That'd be yeah. yeah. That might be nice. Yeah, and I think that the the Bucks had a good playoffs, and I, I but I do think that they're. I feel like the things we learned were definitely Luco's a star, Paul George is underrated, um, and that Giannis can do it at the highest level. You know, nobody has to ever wonder about that again. He can be the best player on your team on the highest level and win you a championship. So that's great for him. Yeah, very true. Now, what I want you to do, Jay, uh-huh. because you have said this before. I think you might need to reiterate is that what is the problem that the Bucks now face because they were able to win an NBA championship this year? Um, it's like false sense of like team value of that. This championship may lead Giannis down the path of saying, I'm going to have to, I'm a champion. I can win by myself, right? Nobody ever can take that away from me. So I'm just going to stay here for five years and it's going to take me longer than it would have to be able to say, okay, I probably need others. Probably need to join a super team. Um, I think it's going to be a little more delayed and he's just, he's going to keep on hitting the wall of a Brooklyn Nets and not going to be able to do anything. I mean, there's no way that the, Bucks can improve their team without massively blowing up Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Yeah. Like you have to blow up a lot of pieces to get better. So yeah, in my opinion, I, I don't think that the the Bucks will ever win another championship while the Nets are currently constructed. And just and I think the Nuggets in two or three years will be better than them. So I just don't see I just don't see anything from them. Yeah, that's my take on that. What do you think about Washington? Wizards? Yeah. <clears throat> Unless you're really going to do a full rebuild and blow everything up and just kind of start from scratch, 
you 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 just trade Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. What I mean by that is their players that they have on that team surrounding them are very poorly fit, other than maybe Rui, and you keep Danny Adavia as like a developmental guy. Like it's they're so far away right now. They just need to blow everything up. Um, maybe you can in free agency add the right pieces and then be a winner. But if I'm the Wizards, I'd probably trade uh, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I feel like that's the common sentiment. I definitely agree with that. What about the Nuggets? Now, the Nuggets are special because this injury season saw Jamal Murray go down. Yes. We saw Jokic elevate to MVP status. Yes. So what do they look like next year? Does MPJ take a step if he takes a step forward they're gonna have to be a problem next year if for the be next season and for the seasons to come can we agree that the lakers are gonna be still phenomenal next year oh for sure for sure okay can we agree that the warriors back healthy no matter what happens are gonna be crazy next year and if they might be making moves so they're gonna be yeah. even crazier next year yeah. All right. So we consider both of them title contenders, right? Teams that can go to the NBA championship. Yeah. Denver's right in that right there. Mm-hmm. Denver's the only team other than them in the West that can be that with those two. So that's how the how much I believe in the, that team. Yeah. Uh I really believe in MPJ too, man. He's so special. What what do you think? Uh, I definitely believe MPJ. I said this before that if when they're in their series with Phoenix, I think it was. If MPJ could take that step I think forward, they played, did I think they, they played the Trailblazers. They played the Trailblazers. I they yeah, played the Phoenix. Lakers placed Phoenix. No, I'm saying though, the Nuggets play Phoenix as well. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Next round, yeah, yeah, they right. played Phoenix as well. If mm-hmm. MPJ could have took could have hopped into the time machine and took a step forward, mm-hmm. that season's over. That series over. Yeah, that series He's was over. Special. That series was over. His flashes of special are like legit. Yeah, yeah, just hundred percent. I think it's just another season, another season or two, yeah. and it, 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 we gonna see exactly what we're talking about. Hmm. Hmm. I completely agree. Now, this is your favorite team. Talk to me about Utah. <laughs> Utah, <laughs> bro. They're literally this is the best they're ever gonna be. Right. Well, know what Utah Jazz is. You know what I mean? They're a good regular season team, but they have absolutely no chance of ever making the Western Conference Finals. I I feel like they're stuck in purgatory financially. Personally, I would try to find a way to... I feel like Rudy Gobert's value is inflated. I feel like if you traded Gobert and, let's say, Ingles or Bogdan, I feel like you could get something nice. I... I I would do something like that. If I'm Utah, I, I would make a move to try to get better. If you just keep on staying where you're at, you're just going to be a consistently good team that sells tickets. But I think long-term Donovan Mitchell is going to be like, I should leave. Right. So he's already started to talk about that a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's my take on, it. I feel like Donovan Mitchell will probably leave that situation. What do you think? I think he will. I think he will. I think, cause I think it's going to come to a point like, He's tired of it, you know? He gets mm-hmm. so close, but they're missing something. No. They're not as great of a team 
as mm. presently constructed as they think they are. The yes. well coach, I'll That's give Quinn, I'll give Quinn Snyder. Yes. Quinn, Quinn Snyder yes. gets gets his respect. They're well coached. Yes. They're missing something. Yeah. They're missing something. I mean, their whole team is basically built around if you had LeBron and Kyrie. Right, mm-hmm. but you have Donovan Mitchell. You're asking Donovan Mitchell to be Michael Jordan, right? Right. I mean, it's they need another person who can create with the ball in their hands. The only other person is Jordan Clarkson, right? Joel Ingles is not like that. They're they're wing guys that yeah, I can break you off the dribble and you over help on defense and when you're close out too hard on the shooters. But other than that, everything else is just. I mean, Bogdan can score a little bit, but it's not, you know, he'd never even be a third star. He'd be like, oh, he's our fourth best player. Our fourth best player is pretty solid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah, they they have real limits, and they, they need to get more guys who can create off the dribble and create their own shot. Like a Paul George. That would be game. nice, yeah. Yeah. yeah that would work a little bit better. Uh, ooh, I got one. What about the Trailblazers? Yeah, you know how much I love this team. I think it's mostly to the Dame Dalla. I It's sad, but that, I feel like everything but Dame goes. If it's if Everything. Yeah, try it's, to get another star. I don't care how. So, so are you moving on from CJ McCollum? Yes, moving on from everybody from that team and just... And unless Dame is really like, I want to be traded, and then you know you got to trade Dame and CJ and move on from the pieces. Yeah, that can help other winning teams. But yeah, man, it's it's an it's got some potential, but I just they have a ceiling too. Sadly, I love Dame watching him play, so he's one of more of my favorite players. Yeah, what do you think? I completely agree. They either need to trade everything away. And try to mm-hmm. get and try to restock and get another star there. So and try try it a different way because they've been trying it the same way since they both came into the league. Like the only things have changed. Yes. They got kind of add like some key role players, got Nurkic involved and stuff like that. But they've really been trying it with the same core consistently. Yes. You go keep getting the mm-hmm. same result with the same core. Maybe it's the coach. I don't know. That was one of the things that um Dame said. He said that when they said when he said when it got became news that he was requesting a trade. He said, I'm not really requesting a trade. He said, I just want a new coach. You got Chauncey Billups in there. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I, happens. Give it a year and see what happens. Give it, yeah. give it, give it a couple, give it a season or so and see what happens. We might see a dame on the trading block maybe in two to three years. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the truth. Um yeah, it's sad to say, but mm-hmm. I love that. watching Dame. Yeah. Do we have any other teams? Boston. I just thought of it. Boston, because we already know what Philly does. <laughs> Boston. I think it's time to move on from this Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum combo. Hmm. I, I think you have to move Brown for something. Uh-huh. Um, you don't trade Jason Tatum no matter what. I mean, that is a guy you... I don't care if you have to give him Monday under the table. I don't... like. Do whatever you have to do to keep Jason Tatum happy. I don't care if that's giving a PJ, dude. Let him do whatever he wants. He literally could be mayor of Boston. I'd still try to make it happen. Yeah. Like, 
you, you I think too many uh wing creators their style is too, too similar in my opinion. Um so yeah, I would trade him for a young great guard uh to pair with Jason Tatum so you don't have to ask Jason Tatum to initiate the offense. Like mm-hmm. he's going to flow into the ISO more of a KD Kobe role. That's what he needs. Um so he needs somebody to just create off the pick and roll, do all the stuff that a modern great point guard can do. There's a gazillion of them in the NBA that are really great. Um, even Deer and Fox with him would be really great. So yeah. just need somebody that can get everybody else involved and allow him to be him. You know what I mean? I completely agree. Cause like I think I've said it before in like maybe a previous podcast or something like that. Um, was that Jason Tatum is your guy. You, yes, this is the guy you give the ball to, and you say, mm-hmm. "Take us to the promised land." He gets you there, but yes, he can. You just need that floor general. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. I think we said it before that Chris Paul would be a great fit there. You know, because he could just he could give the ball. You need you need a point guard who can give the ball to Jason Tatum and who can mm-hmm. maybe score a little bit when needed, you know, to get keep everything back on track. You don't need Kemba. Kemba's too ball dominant. You don't need that. I think a guy like that could work without Jason, Jalen Brown, though. It was too many ball dominant guys on one team, probably. They probably yeah. were trying to build a big three, but they didn't yeah. have a big three. Mm-hmm. No, completely agree. Too many guys who didn't want to be what the role asked them to be. Yeah, I feel like Kemba tried to be too much like Charlotte Kemba instead of trying to be a third wheel, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. All right, who's next? I mean, I guess we could do Philly, and then I got a couple other questions I want to ask you though too. Okay. Um, I mean, I love JoJo. We all know now that he's the greatest center in the league. Um, Most you're dominant definitely center right in the about league. that. Yeah. You, I was waffling between him and Nicola. I was like, "Yeah, JoJo's special." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we all know Ben Simmons does not work on that team at all. I absolutely love Seth Curry as a, like an under, undervalued, under the radar kind of guy that starts showing you some potential. Mm-hmm. There, he could become a. 15 to 18 point per game score eventually. He's starting to develop like it was used to be, oh, I'm just shooting off the ball. And then the last few years, like I shoot off of the ball and I can go off screens. And now mm-hmm. it's starting to be like I can run a pick and roll and sometimes create off the dribble. And it's surprising. But there might be something there with him. Um so, so yeah, you trade Ben Simmons, see what happens. Wait, China. Yeah. So I'll transition <laughs> to you there because I know you're the number one Ben Simmons hater in the world. <laughs> Not the number one. Don't do things like that. But yeah, trade him. He goes to China. Put him on the next mm-hmm. flight to China. Mm-hmm. He can be in Tokyo, Japan, playing yeah. somewhere. I don't care. My girlfriend's 5'11". Maybe we can trade Ben Simmons for her. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> At least you can put the ball in the hoop. You know, he, he was scared to dunk it. I mean, that's what JoJo gave uh-huh. up. He was like... When he <laughs> when he passed on a dunk, <laughs> right under the hoop, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's when he was like, "Oh, this game's over." Mm-hmm. I, I think mean, some people running a podcast might be able to do that. We could do a layup underneath the rim. Exactly, you know. Yes, she would pay me millions of dollars to throw to lay it up. I'd mm-hmm. do it in a heartbeat. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think that 
the problem was that we were trusting the process and we thought that Ben Simmons could become something that he just might not be yes. ready to become yet. Right. Correct. And now the fact of the matter is that now Philly has a choice. Do they believe in Ben Simmons or are they going all in on JoJo? If they're smart, they put their money on JoJo because JoJo is sick of Ben yes. Simmons. JoJo's sick yes. of him now. And JoJo is the dominant one. JoJo's the real one. JoJo is, oh my gosh, can be best player on an NBA championship. Yeah, you know, it, that does not come around every day. So, right. Yeah. 100% agreed. JoJo's who you build around. You take no. him and you build and you send Ben Simmons off because now it's not because if you keep Ben Simmons, now JoJo's unhappy because mm-hmm. he's not happy with him being there anymore. It's, yeah. it's evident. He's not. That's true. You saw it in mm-hmm. the playoffs. He's not happy with him being there anymore because if you were, right. then you would defend him in the press, but you weren't defending him in the press. You didn't physically call him out, but you called him out. Mm-hmm. That's true. No. He was like, well, if, they, if I blew it, if I missed, if I decided not to dunk under the rim, I guess we lose a game too. I mean, I'm not sure if that was exact words, but it was something along those lines. You called him out. Philly yes. wants him out. The city of Philly yes. wants him out. So he has to go. Yes. You can't yeah, stick on him anymore. And his now his stock value has came down now. Yes, it really has. You waited too long. You sat on him too long. News reports out there of him being, yeah. There's a lot of news reports out there of him being not a hard worker. Worries me with a guy who has no shooting talent whatsoever. Yeah. You kind of got to work on your shot to be able to shoot the basketball. Exactly. It's crazy. I'm telling you, you got to listen. Philly wants him out. JoJo wants him out. You want to keep your star happy, which is JoJo. He's your franchise. You send Ben Simmons away. You send him away as fast as possible. You get whatever you can get for him because now it's your fault, front office, Mm -hmm. because you believed when there was nothing to believe. And now you sat on him too long. And now his trade, he dropped his own trade value. Mm -hmm. That's true. First sight, yeah, literally, first sight of that, this might not work. You should have sent him off. (laughs) Yes. Because his Mm -hmm. trade value was still high. But now, after his performance in the playoffs is down here, he got to grow. He got to grow again. You're not going to, you might, you can Mm -hmm. get maybe mid to top, I mean, no, mid to bottom tier kind of level superstar, maybe star, not even superstar. Mm -hmm. You you can, but you're not going to get nothing big, great for him now, unless you draft it. Mm hmm. You can trade them yeah. all for a pick or two. That's about it. And you can try to build through the draft. But other than mm-hmm. that, you're not getting anything worthwhile from Ben Simmons anymore. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. He dropped his own trade value. You, 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 it's your fault. I can't do anything but point the finger at you because you sat on him too long. Mm-hmm. You believed, yeah. but there was nothing to believe in. First sight that this might not work, you should have sent them off. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I got a couple of questions because there was a couple of draft th- trade thing, trade rumors in uh-huh. the news. So the big yes. one that I'm worried about that I want to know what your thoughts are is the Lakers. Not the buddy uh-huh. Kyle Kuzma one. We can talk about that one too, but but the possibility that the Martin Rosen and Kyle Lowry want to go to the Lakers. Talk to me. I don't really know how that works because uh, they're both free agents. 
Unless DeMar does like a sign-in trade with the Spurs and the Lakers just dump all their salary on that team. That's the only way I could see that working, unless it's a massive salary cut. But at first I was like, DeMar scores from similar spots as LeBron James. And I was like, third guy, he can probably get away with it a little bit. You know what I mean? But Kyle Lowry's nice. Yeah. Kyle Lowry can take the ball out of the hands of LeBron James coming up the court. You know what I mean? LeBron doesn't have to do everything all the time. It's really helpful during the regular season. You know what I mean? Having Kyle Lowry's off both shooters nice. He's a good defender, good secondary passer. I feel like those two would definitely be like, oh, we're going to play at a slow half-court pace next year. Mm-hmm. I could see that working. Yeah, so I, I like that idea. What about you? I like how that looks with them because now you give the ball to a guard who can facilitate, who can score. He can shoot. He mm-hmm. can shoot. And and now you get a pick and roll. And you get a, what am I going to say? A rough rider. I'll put it that way. Because mm-hmm. he's not afraid to get hit. He's not afraid to get down and dirty to get on, jump, get on the floor, take these charges. Yes. I mean, he's he's big on that. He's going to play defense mm-hmm. for you. And the way that he, mm-hmm. the Lakers are currently constructed is they are a defensive team. Yes. That's how they're stopping these fire, these teams with all this firepower they have if they defensive. So what you, whatever you have to do to get these players here. And even if you're going to trade Kyle Kuzma and get Buddy Hill to become better, do what you have mm-hmm. to do. Do what you have yeah. to do. All you really need on this team is Anthony Davis and LeBron. Other than that, you can send it all away. Yeah. Keep Montrez, keep Montrez or Andre Drummond, whichever one you choose to go in on. You probably sign some like veteran minimum center. I don't think they'd probably be able to resign. Yeah, or if you send them away, or if you keep them, however you want to do it, or whatever the money looks like, but send it all away. Yeah, Jalen Horton Tucker, that is your future if you can hold on to him. But if you have to, yeah, you probably that, let him go. That has the best. He's the only player on your team that has the most trade value because they see the potential in him. Mm, you could trade him for anything. <laughs> yeah. I think he's a restricted free agent, though. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be really interesting. Yeah. Hold on to All him right. if you can, but I mean, mm-hmm. he's the one with the most trade value on your team. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. What was, what's the next rumor? Uh oh, the Warriors are thinking about giving away their picks for a superstar player. Yeah, I feel like that's I feel like that's what they need to do. I feel like even though picks seven and fourteen are solid choices, it's a, it's a really good draft. Um, it's an extremely gifted guard draft, which is like you have Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. What do you need? another guard for you're probably looking for like a forward or a center you know what i mean Mm. so i think honestly that that makes 100 percent sense you know what i mean we've just getting a a third option that's a superstar is 100 percent what i would do if i'm the warriors what do you think you definitely have to because it's arms race now. I've been saying yes. this. Because Brooklyn decides to become a three-headed monster. Now you have to compete if you want to win. Yes. You have to compete somehow. So any way you could sign 
or a trade or whatever you have to do to get that third star to the to the Warriors, which is very um what's the word for it? It's it's very enticing to be with the Warriors because you see their winning culture, they are a championship team, yes. they have a great coach. Yes. They yes, you can go places. People are looking every mm-hmm. every player on the trading block eventually looks at the Warriors. It's Cali mm-hmm. in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. looks at the Warriors. They're like, wow, this is a team. Kevin Durant yeah. did it. I can go over there and win a couple of rings too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Hundred <clears> percent. <throat> they could get it. They could sign anybody, honestly. And that's and that's a fear of mine. Yeah. Is because every time there's a trade rumor about a big star coming to LA. I, they end up going somewhere else. <laughs> no, that's true. No, that's facts. Mm-hmm. And all we need is Demar Derozan and um and Warrior Gold. <clears throat> yeah, that's an interesting fit. He scores from different positions, so that could kind of work. No, it could happen. They could offer mm-hmm. more, more money. They could offer more money. They could definitely. Yeah, I could see that. They could offer way more money. They'd have to trade Wiggins to open up money, but yeah. I would trade Wiggins. No. He has trade value. You can move him and he, he can get does. you he can get you something good back. This is the best season we've to. ever seen from him. Yeah. Yeah. His stock is rose. Yeah. If you want yeah. something for Wiggins, you can get something for Wiggins. You can get yeah, picks. That's facts. And you can you can mesh those picks with the picks you have, send those away and bring in a star. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's facts. You have All anything right. else? Uh, I don't think I've heard anything else. What about you? You got anything for me? Uh, no, I think a, a smaller news is that uh, pretty sure Mikey Williams signed like a millions of dollars worth of contracts with somebody, which I think is cool now because I feel like a lot of guys should have been getting paid for so long. I thought the college basketball system was the stupidest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine two or three years ago when Zion was at Duke? Zion um, Williamson would have made like $20 million at Duke. Easily. Uh, yes. Dude, there's been some legends that have come through college that maybe I haven't done it. Like J.J. Redick. Mm-hmm. J.J. Redick. Jimmy Fredette. Jimmy Fredette would have made more money in college than he would have made in the pros. BYU, they got all those Mormons up there. I'm sure some of them got some crazy money. Oh, sure. (laughs) Sure. Yes. I mean, dude. 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 There's there's some guys that could have made a lot of money. It's true. They're going to finally start making it. You know what I mean? They deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Mikey Williams is a huge star. Yeah, he's a star in high school for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what he looks like in the pros. I know he's gonna get drafted. He might he might go the G League way, like Jalen Green. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> he might go the G League way. Yeah. I mean yeah. yeah, I completely agree. If they can entice him enough to go to college. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really interesting. What? No. They can't make money. Everybody wants to make money. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes money, Chris. That's very true. No. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else? Um. No. I think that's it. All right. Well, this is where we're gonna cut it for today. Um. 
We're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. You guys can follow us, watch our videos, hit subscribe, um, hit that download. It really helps our algorithm. Uh, yeah, so after this podcast, we're going to record the Mock Draft 2.0. We're going to have some trades in that draft. It's a pretty big Mock Draft. Um, we got the direct real draft happening happening next week on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's huge. We're definitely going to have to do something for that. A lot of NBA news coming around, so definitely stick around on our podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, and I'm Jason Collins. I got one more thing for you. <clears throat> All right, bet. All right, yeah, so about the mock draft, I mean, about the draft uh, next week, we might be doing an event for it. So if that's something that you might be interested in, if you're following mm-hmm. us on Instagram, stay updated, yeah. and we'll let you guys know. Yeah, definitely stay tuned in. Yep. All right. All righty. Well, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. And we are the Basketball Addicts. Peace. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.